0: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about yeah! this, Cowboys?
2: This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys
3: World Headquarters
2: at the Star in Frisco.
3: Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Bay! sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he brings it into the
2: touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback.
0: It is a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys. There's only one day a week, one day a week that you normally get to experience it, but guess what? It's a special week, so you get two Say It With Your Chest days. We had Say It With Your Chest Monday, and now we Say It With Your Chest Friday here on DallasCowboys.com, and for those of you who just tuned into the draft show, thanks. I am double-dipping this morning here with my guys, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, and Heckma Harrison. I'm Kyle Yeomans continuing on on a week full of Cowboys headlines and news week 14 of the NFL season is upon us and the Cincinnati Bengals await this Sunday afternoon but boys glad to be back with you guys as always and well uh let's just say let's bring some positivity in the energy this morning you know why because Mike McCarthy seemed a little upset this morning on 105.3 the fan to say the least and uh Rob, did you get a chance to listen to that interview? And what did Mike McCarthy like? I mean, did he wake up on the wrong side of the bed or something this morning? Because he did not seem very happy with our friends, Sean and RJ, across the way.
4: You thought so? I didn't think it was that bad. You didn't think it was
0: that bad? Maybe I mean, it's just the way he hung up the no, phone. I mean,
4: oh, you know what? I cut it off with like 14, oh. <laughs> about 15 seconds left. What what happened? What oh, happened?
0: He, he. I mean, just right in the middle of it, he basically like hung up. It, you know how like whenever a friend calls you and you're busy, but you don't want to tell them you're busy, and you kind of try and get rid of them a little bit earlier before you you have to hang up the phone. That's what it sounded like. It was like, oh, okay, all right, sounds good, oh. goodbye, and then hung up in the middle of Sean's outro. But it was a little interesting.
4: But anything of substance out of that phone call, my friend? Um, well, I'm not sure. What, I, I I guess maybe there there was some discussion about semantics like what we, we want to talk about effort or finish you know to the end of that Ravens game that was one of the questions that Sean and RJ had you know because Jalen Smith Ezekiel, talked about how Mike uh, addressed the end of that game and and they talked about how there's you know anytime Jalen said anytime a coach has to stand up and talk to us about effort that's a huge problem that's unacceptable for the players so um, you know maybe that maybe that's a sore subject and, and that and you Know that's a hard subject to get into when you start talking about words like heart and toughness, things you can't really measure. Um, so maybe, maybe he didn't like that discussion too much. I don't know. Um, the where things stand as far as the injuries go, we'll see. Um, sound like Zeke should be he expects to be ready to go for this game Sunday. Um, Mike did address uh Chido Ouzier on the on the COVID 19 reserve list as of yesterday, uh, hasn't been ruled out for the game officially, but um said he has been exposed, and so they're going to go through that process and see where he's at. Um, So I guess those were the two big things that come out of it. But
0: interesting call, huh? (laughs) It was was pretty interesting. Now, whenever it comes to effort and and accountability, kind of like what Rob was just alluding to, and uh, apparently Mike McCarthy and the coaching staff had to address the team about that yesterday, and it's something that with four games left in the season, you don't necessarily want to have – a part of the conversation but Isaiah is that uh, what kind of moment or what kind of position does it take in a season for the for a team to to get to that point where they are really really challenging exactly the kind of effort that they're
3: giving on the field um I'm I, it's just indicative to a meltdown uh essentially I mean when you get to that point you got a bunch of grown men but you know between the ages of 21 and what I would say thirty-eight, and you're having to tell them, "Hey, I need you to work a little harder, okay, at your job that you get paid six figures to seven figures for." It's probably, um, and some people eight figures. Eight. <laughs> uh, um, it's 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 sad. It's sad. It's something that should never happen. Uh, I, I don't believe that I had. Too many of those, I wasn't a part of too many of those conversations, um, those discussions with teams that I was a part of in the NFL at least. Um, but in, you know, obviously in, in college you deal with that a little bit, but you're dealing with some younger some younger guys. Uh, it's something that, you, that these coaches shouldn't have to worry about, but these coaches have their own worries instead of worrying about these players and their and their effort levels. They gotta they gotta put these guys in better positions to be successful too.
2: Ekma, no, I'm sure, man. Yeah, I'm sure Isaiah that that you know, the teams that you've played on are even thinking about, you know, the question of whether your team has heart or giving effort. But that's what it that's what they're alluding to. Basically, uh, do these guys have heart? Have they quit on you? And those are all questions that coaches don't like to have asked. And if you ask any of the other 31 other coaches the same question, you're going to get an answer Thank like so that. And so you want to call it semantics, whatever you want to call it. But you're questioning Uh, You're questioning grown men's heart, basically, when you start saying guys are not giving effort. So, you know, however you put it together, I appreciate Mike McCarthy being, uh, you know, being edgy about it and not liking the question because consequently what he's being asked, are you coaching a bunch of gutless guys? Mm.
4: And, And the other thing, heck, too, is that, you know, he said the other day he doesn't like grading players through the media, and so, you know, Sean and RJ are just going off of what's being reported out there, what players yeah. have talked about, what they've talked about in the meeting. but yeah. but Mike doesn't probably want that stuff out there. He wants to keep it private. he doesn't I, he doesn't want to give the impression he he told the players they quit. He just he what he said, uh, I guess to clarify in this interview this morning on one hundred five through the fan was just he didn't like the finish to the game. He didn't like the way they didn't finish strong in that game, regardless of the score. And, I, you know, without being specific, look, the last touchdown drive, if you want to yeah. you know, infer what it was, you know, it was six straight runs, and it was just it was too easy. I mean, it was just too easy. Easy money, I think, is what uh, one of the Ravens players said <laughs> brown, to the camera. Yeah, yeah, after the touchdown. So, you know, you just got to finish strong no matter how bad you're getting beat, you know, that, that bottom line. And, and try to carry it to the next week and try to get better.
0: Well, and it's also been back-to-back weeks where the Cowboys have not only not finished strong, I mean, look at Washington on Thanksgiving. You give up 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter, and then against Baltimore in the second half, you you self-employed employed again. It's also the second straight uh, game where a turnover resulted in a touchdown, not only on the ensuing drive, but on the next play where a turnover, an interception, then on the next offensive play from the opponent has turned into a touchdown. It happened against Washington, it happened against Baltimore. So either way, you can look at different spots in the game. You look at different scenarios, and the Cowboys could be challenged With their effort, but also how close of a line and how much of a a, a towing of the line is Mike McCarthy doing here by blaming players, or maybe not players, but at least the effort of some guys, and not necessarily taking accountability on his own coaching staff and his own right of saying, hey, we're part of the problem too here, Heckma.
2: Oh, I mean, Mike McCarthy is coaching his coaches as well and his players. And one thing that I love about Mike McCarthy is he's a very tight-lipped coach. And a lot of the stuff that is leaking to the media or had leaked to the media, he's pulled a lot of that back uh, by getting rid of guys that were, you know, talking internally. But you know that he's trying to fix this with his guys and make them understand that he needs leaders. He needs guys that when adversity strikes that they don't cower in the moment. And that's been one of the, the things that this team has done. Anytime they've turned the ball over, it's like automatic that the other team is going to score. And if you look at the league in totality, that's not a going trend. You know, just because you turn the ball over don't mean that the other team has to score But the Cowboys have faced that. And it's just the fact that when they do get down, you know, just having the moxie to get back in games or at least having a a sideline leader or someone saying, that, "Okay, guys, lift your head up. Let's get back in this game. We don't have that. You have a sideline shot of guys looking dejected because, again, we're just a team fighting uh, through all of this. And guys knowing where we are uh, as far as the rankings on defense. So it's hard to find that silver lining and push guys when they feel like it's all gloom and doom around here.
3: Isaiah? Yeah, no, no, I don't. I don't disagree. Uh, I think you know, as a coach, you don't want to speak too much to to the media. I, mean, I always come from the perspective of my time in New England and Coach Belichick. He doesn't give you anything. No, Coach Belichick doesn't give you anything. He'll tell you everything behind the scenes, but he's not going to say anything forward facing. He's not going to throw anybody under the, under the bus. Um, he's going to be real short and sweet to the point and just, you know, everything that needs to be said needs to be said behind doors. So I don't have any issues with what McCarthy has done publicly, uh, public facing. We don't have any idea what's being said, obviously, in a locker room. Uh, I can only imagine that, he, that he's taking responsibility because, you know, as Heckman alluded to, his primary job is to coach the coaches. That's his number one job. Number one job is coach the coaches and make sure that he has the right coaches in place to coach the players. Um, he's the overseer. He oversees things. He's not He's, he's not there to, to one-on-one coach these guys. If they need it, they need it. But that's not his primary job. His primary job is to make sure that he coaches the grown men, which are the coaches, and the grown men of co- that are coaches need to coach these other guys to become grown men um, so that you don't have to be talking about things like effort.
4: And that's been part of the transition for him too as the first-year head coach here is that coaching the coaches, it's it's a brand-new coaching staff that has not worked together uh, except for maybe a couple guys in previous spots. Uh, obviously, Mike and Mike Nolan have worked together before. Um, here About accountability, here's a quote that Mike had on Wednesday after the game. He said, there's a methodology to, frankly, how I handle it in the media in terms of uh, when a player makes a mistake. He said, because when I see a player making a mistake the first thing i look at is do we give the player enough opportunities in practice to see that look particularly the play you're talking about that was the latent uh mistake on the lamar jackson touchdown so he's he's taking accountability there from the coaching staff standpoint of yeah you know that that was the look we liked uh pre-snap but we didn't get it done so what could we have done better during the week so i think i do think he's he has shown accountability uh that it does all fall on him i mean ultimately it does quarterback head coach wins and losses the record is attached to those two guys usually
0: and you're going to continue to see that. I mean, whenever you have a banged-up offensive line, you have a backup quarterback, and you have a defense that can't stop a nosebleed, there are plenty of places you can point the finger. But ultimately, it's going to come back to you as the head coach. you got to find a way to right the ship. And right now, it's, it seems like Mike McCarthy's struggling a little bit to, to find that opportunity on how to right the ship. It looked like for a second there, maybe it was going to come over the last three or four weeks. Well, it hasn't necessarily been the case, and you get a chance for a win coming up this Sunday against Cincinnati. We're going to go ahead and step aside for our first break on a shortened edition of Talking Cowboys, but when we come back, Andy Dalton going back to Cincinnati, does that result in a Christmas tree for Mr. Heckma Harrison? We'll talk about that and a whole lot more when we come back here on Talking Cowboys.
1: There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why SLR pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super-sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Esselor. Essilor. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys, and your favorite football team.
0: Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys on a say-it-with-your-chest Friday from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Kyle Yeomans alongside Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, our resident Super Bowl champion, and our Cowboys insider Rob Phillips. And, well, uh, let's go ahead and get this Estelor lens read. Going here with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play, book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more Essilor. It's gotten to the point where, Isaiah, whenever you do the goggles, it almost looks like you're swimming and you're kind of floating up from the bottom of the screen. I kind of
3: like that. You never know. I might be previewing the Essilor swim line. Oh, the swim oh, line. Oh, they're expanding their their line of products, huh? Just saying, you never know. They might just have nice little lenses inside the goggles.
0: <laughs> I think there's a good a good chance of that. I think moving forward, and I think Essilor should look into those kinds of uh, adventures. Let's say, uh, let's get into what was a bet made yesterday on this show, mm. and I, I kind of wanted to, to to take a uh, take a moment here to to really commend some of our fans for for who sent in some ideas on what Heckma would have to get. Isaiah, should he lose this bet? Yes. So the, the bet was Andy Dalton, in his return to Cincinnati, would throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns against the Bengals, and Isaiah was the one that said that is going to happen. And Heckma Harrison said that is not going to happen. Isaiah has is already ponied up his side of the deal, and he's going to buy Heckma Harrison a mm-hmm. bigger Christmas tree than Mr. Heckma has in the back of his uh, his... Background there, there you go. <laughs> Moving over to the side, and then uh, if Heckma should lose the bet, we didn't really have anything. But I think uh, we should we should give credit where credit is due. And I'm going to find the tweet. But one of our fans uh, came in, and one of the Cowboys fans, Tony Baker, said Isaiah has to buy the Christmas tree, and Heckma has to donate fifty or more dollars to Isaiah's charity of his choice this Christmas season. And I think that's a perfect way to do this bet, should things go right or wrong for either one of these guys. Heckman, do you agree to these terms?
2: I've already donated to Isaiah's charity. So, okay, I guess, I, you know, okay, we'll we'll do that. That's no problem. That's no problem. You donated to I'm going to get my tree. I'm not even – thank you, Tony. Uh, yeah, don't, don't you have a, so the, the homeless? Yes, he yeah, he he does. He does have. Union a Gospel Mission? Yes, okay. I I, there you didn't, go. I didn't want to, you know, butcher it on air, but yeah. yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's it. There
0: you go. Well, okay. So, so, if that is that where the money would go, Isaiah, is the $50 to the Union Gospel Mission?
3: Uh, yes. Uh, Union Gospel Mission. There's a number of charities that I support, but okay. um if he's already given a Union Gospel Mission, maybe we know we'll go with another one. We'll see. We'll see. There's, well, there's plenty out there. There's
2: plenty of support. A lot of people doing great, great things. Well, and of course. Tis the, season, tis the season of giving. So, absolutely, Isaiah. You know what? Either way, win, lose, or draw. You got that. So, but You know what? In, in,
3: in advance, we would like to say thank you for your support and your donation. <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> oh man,
0: this is going to be interesting. So outside of Andy Dalton this week, oh, also I wanted to mention the Salvation Army also this this holiday season. Absolutely. Don't forget about those guys and uh, all the great work that they do throughout the year. Of course, the Cowboys, big supporters of the Salvation Army, and it's, a, a, like you said, it's the time to give this holiday season and uh, continue Ring to keep bell. all those... Yeah, ringing the bells uh, throughout the, the next couple of weeks. But uh, outside of Andy Dalton, Rob, who do you see potentially having a big game for the Cowboys? I mean, this is a defense that's susceptible at, at areas for Cincinnati. Sure, they've got some guys in the secondary that are pretty decent. Uh, but overall, I mean, this is an opportunity for this offense to get back on track. Who do you think could have maybe their biggest game of the year?
4: Well, you look at Tony Pollard and what he did – a couple days ago against the Ravens and he didn't have a lot of production in that game but the attempts were there. You know, he almost matched his his season high in attempts in rushing because Zeke was banged up with the calf and and he told us yesterday it was it's kind of more of a bruise. He's going to plan to fight through it. Uh, but there may be more opportunities for Tony uh, not only in on offense but hey, kickoff return, he's giving him some juice there. So, I think there's a potential for him just to get his 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 touches up and uh, and they're going to need to try to beat uh, Cincinnati in a couple different ways. He can do that passing, running, kickoff return, all those things.
0: Well, and I think there's an opportunity that he may pop up here in this next segment at the start of Say It With Your Chest Friday's prediction segment as one of your DraftKings players to watch, too. Have a pretty good idea of Oh that. Man. A little, oh, a little I, tease.
4: I ju- I ju- mm. Yeah, It's yeah, okay.
0: It's okay. Out. We can Sorry. talk about it again. I thought that's where you were Cops leading me. I oh, <laughs> no. No, I was trying to basically lead you to the <laughs> offense, but that's actually a great point on your end. Let's look at the defensive side of the football first, cool. and then. We'll go to offense in the next <laughs> segment, so we can save that just for the play back. Games. Chris, next segment, what just, I said. Just cut it yeah. and play it again. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about the defensive side of the football. Who could potentially have their best game of the year on that side? Heckman, whenever it comes to trying to slow down uh, a Joe Mixon, a Joe Burrow-less Cincinnati offense.
2: For our defense, I mean, you, you got you to gotta look no further than guys like Tank Lawrence. You, you got to look at Randy Gregory. Uh, interior line-wise, Hamilton, uh, uh, all of our guys, I mean, we just pick a number and say that guy needs to have a big game. But LVE is another guy that really has to get the taste out of his mouth from mm-hmm. that Baltimore showing. And I'm sure – and I'm sure that he is revving to go this Sunday because, look, there's a lot of bad uh, film out there from last week. And you guys documented it in the film study as well. Uh, it's just so much poor play that's happening on that side of the ball. But, you know, as you get through the season and hopefully we get an opportunity to see guys like your Bradley and I, Kyle, you've been asking so. to see this guy. So I this doubt may- it. This may be a perfect opportunity. Well, I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to be hopeful for you. to be hopeful. Come on. Jeez. I so Don't do
0: that. So discouraged and hopeless <laughs> either Bradley and I or Reggie Robinson. I want to see both of those guys and they don't show up or at least they haven't been able to show up. They haven't been active or just not on the field a whole lot. But hey, I, I appreciate your effort, my friend. I do. I really do.
2: That's all I'm trying to do. That's positivity. All I'm to do. Jeez, yeah. I mean, but like I said, that's, that's, all of these guys have to have some type of showing because even when you go back to when you say, all right, we were, try- we were making things better and you look no further than the Minnesota game where our defensive line seemed as though they held things in check, right, for that victory, but... Here we go again uh, with situations where you turn on the film and you got guys getting dug out of there. I think we were laughing about, hey, we thought Don Terry Poe showed up at at, at the Cowboys facility again. No, it's just another guy wearing 95 that's getting the same kind of treatment. So defensive line – Our our front seven has got to be a a, a lot better than than what they have been, Um, especially in the game where you don't go into it saying, okay, this is a premier running back uh, in Gio Bernard.
0: Isaiah?
3: Um, On the offensive side of the ball, I think CD is going to go off. I think CD and um, Andy Dalton have have found some kind of chemistry, so I, I foresee that happening or continuing, um, just with bigger chunks, bigger plays than we fade than we saw this past week. On the defense side of the ball, um, Heck, we just said it. I'm looking forward to seeing LVE bounce back. I, I my my hope, you know, since we're talking about hope, my hope is that LVE and Jalen Smith are absolutely tired of everybody dogging them. I, I hope that the inner competitor inside both of them. Um, comes out and that the wolf comes out and that doggone swiper comes out and that they, they figure it out and they become the doggone bash bros from back in WWE and they just go out there and they just like this the whole dog on game.
1: What? I need, yeah, I yeah,
3: I need those guys to come out and, and, and look at each other in the eye and say, Let's we're tired of this crap. Let's go show these boys what we're about. So that's my that's my hope. That's my intent. Let's see what they do.
4: Hey, Isaiah, I forgot to tell you, because you said yesterday this game was going to be like a Battle Royal. I, I broke out the WrestleMania 32 yes. sweatshirt hoodie yes. from AT&T I Stadium back in the day. So, I yeah, like Battle it. Royal, Bushwhacker style. Go.
0: Bushwhackers, baby. It. Now, another guy who I think could have some success on the WWE Tour, but hasn't necessarily had success the last couple <laughs> weeks. How about Neville Gallimore? Where's my rookie Neville Gallimore been whenever it comes to the effort that we saw against Pittsburgh? I mean, the last two weeks, I haven't seen that same kind of fight, that same kind of push from Neville. Uh, Yeah, the juice just hasn't necessarily been there for Neville, and I think that's something that uh, is significant because you want to see progression from from your rookies. And I just talked about how you haven't seen an eye, you haven't seen Robinson, and now Gallimore, who is your third-round pick. And not necessarily bring the impact that you, you once thought was going to happen. Where has he been, yeah. Isaiah, on the film room that you, you've been able to look at? And how has he been swallowed up so easily?
3: Well, you know, I don't know how much you know about juicing, Kyle. But when you have fresh juice, freshly squeezed juice, you know, it goes bad fast. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It tastes great when it first come out, but it, better, but it goes bad fast. So you got to go out and re-up on your produce. So what Gallimore needs to do, he needs to go back and re-up on his produce because now the league sees him. Now they know who he is. You are no longer the new guy that we don't have any film study of. So you got to change some things up, Youngster. Uh, ask some of these veterans around. Go Maybe go back and grab some film. Um, when I first came in the league, I didn't know a doggone thing about receiver. I knew jack squat about receiver because I threw a ball for a living. So all of a sudden, I'm sitting up here and I'm picking the picking the ear of Michael Irvin, you know Terrell Owens, you know Patrick Creighton, Terry Glenn. Um, I'm asking the, you know I was over talking to Blackwell in the film room, asking him for DVDs of, of you know Tori Holt and Calvin Johnson and all these other guys that were like my size that I can just study just to gain some knowledge. That's what I, he's going to need to do to go back and try to gain some other skill sets and some other moves because what you put on film those first couple of weeks that you that you came into the world, now everybody knows what you're doing um, and, and these guys. Are veterans they can stop that, so you need to go into a new bag of tricks. Hey, Kyle,
4: another another spot to keep an eye on defensively is corner. I mentioned Cheeto that's um, good on the COVID 19 yeah. list. And Mike McCarthy saying that Cheeto, you know, he's exposed, and so they're gonna go through that protocol and see where he's at, uh, when he might be able to be cleared and play. Um, Gosh. if he can't play, and, and I was looking at, at the participation for the season, Cheeto, Jordan Lewis, and Anthony Brown may have only been on the field so far this season, like one game together because of all these injuries. We talk about lack of continuity at certain positions. Quarterback has really been uh, hit by injuries and absences this year. And so if there's no Chio Sunday, Anthony Brown, we'll see what he does in practice today. Maybe he can come back this week. If not... You're looking at Jordan Lewis and Richard Robinson and maybe Deontay Burton. That's, where, that's how deep in the bag they're going to have to go. And look, if, if the Bengals can do one thing right now, they've got receivers who can beat you. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd with a deep touchdown last week. Um, Drew Sample, their tight end is solid. Like They've got guys uh, if, if Brandon Allen can get him the ball. So that's a huge uh, concern potentially in terms of depth there.
2: There goes Rob. There goes Rob taking all the meat off your hope sandwich, Isaiah. Mm.
4: Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's I just cheese and bread right it. now. I,
2: I mean, Dang it. golly.
0: <laughs> cheese, Deontay bread, fresh squeezed juice. Yeah, I've got – I don't know if you saw it, Isaiah, but I brought out the fruit cup. Sabian Smith, talking about, you know. Whenever you started talking oh, about Oh, I'm juice.
3: hating on you right now.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, corner is going to be rough. you got to clarify that too, Isaiah, when you go into – Hey, I just got to say, Isaiah, when you start off a statement about juicing, you know, you got to be pretty specific about that. So you're talking juicing. I I I didn't know where you were
3: going either. There's different kinds of juicing. You got the slow juicer, right? You got the the fast juicer. The slow juicer doesn't have as much pulp and as much foam at the top. You know, it's different levels. You know, it's different levels. I know we're not sponsored by any juicer, so I'm not going to say any names. But juicing is good.
0: Isaiah's Stracky. It probably is a sponsor, we just don't know.
3: Yeah, they probably, we probably
0: have one somewhere down the line. I'm sure somebody's there. But let's go ahead and take our second break. And when we come back, we'll say it with our chest. We'll give you a couple DraftKings players to look at this week around daily fantasy football. And we'll give our predictions to the twenty or excuse me to week fourteen NFL slate of games and predict the Cowboys game when we return here on Talking Cowboys presented by Geico.
4: May I have a new candle, please?
0: Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. may not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're listening to Talking Cowboys while you work, watching highlights, or even trading <laughs> DraftKings fantasy football players by Bose Comfort Earbuds lets you experience Audio in a whole new way. Bose Quiet Comfort Earbuds are the official earbuds of the Dallas Cowboys. Welcome back into our final segment here of Talking Cowboys on this Say It With Your Chest Friday. And well, ladies and gentlemen, it's one of the fun segments of the week. Time to look at some daily fantasy football players from DraftKings. Here are four guys from the Dallas Cowboys that have an opportunity to make an impact this week. C.D. Lamb up at the top of that list, just $8,400, ranked 19th in his Rankings, he's got the fantasy points per game just over 13 and a half. Amari Cooper even better, but he costs a little bit more whenever it comes to that daily fantasy number at 50, $15,900. Tony Pollard, 2400 and Andy Dalton Ooh. just over ten grand. And Andy Dalton, I mean, hey, Isaiah, you've got a lot of confidence in Andy Dalton. Why can he have some success whenever it comes to the Cincinnati game this
3: weekend? Because the man wants redemption. He wants to let the city of Cincinnati know that he is still a dude. And if, any, if last week was any indication as to what he may be, uh, may be brewing, may be cooking up uh, for this week, then I, I am excited because he had a heck of a game last week when he had some protection. He had one ball that got batted down and got intercepted. Aside from that, he was moving the ball. They were playing soft uh, soft defense to allow everything underneath. I don't think that Cincinnati is going to play soft defense because I think that they want to try to embarrass him in his return to home. So it's his job to make sure he identifies the blitzes and gets the ball out to so take advantage of these guys. And just like Tyler Boyd did last week, how he took off for 72 yards, I expect some of our guys to do some of the same things multiple times and resulting in 300 yards of a rece- uh, touch uh, throwing and three touchdowns, like I told Heckma. I'm going to make a nice little donation. Heck, I appreciate mm, you. I like
0: it. Hey, and if he uh, ends up hitting those numbers, then everybody – Using Andy Dalton and DraftKings fantasy football is going to uh, be very happy with Isaiah this weekend. Now, Rob, you mentioned Tony Pollard mm-hmm. earlier. Why can he have success? Because he's a bit of a value pick, sitting at twenty four hundred.
4: Yeah, I mean, he can help you out. Uh, you know, if you got the Cowboys' defense slash special teams, right? I guess they can help you as well uh, with his kickoff returns. But you know, he's got, he may get more opportunities. Uh, on offense, we'll see what Zeke's snap count is. He says he's playing, uh, but you know I, I like seeing those eight carries from Tony. If I'm if I'm using Tony in this game, from a fantasy perspective, and we know we keep waiting for him to to pop up, maybe in the passing game, he's got that that skill as well. So uh, if Zeke's not 100, percent look for TP to get a little more action. Heckma, who on
0: that list took out to you as somebody who could have a big game?
2: Ceedee Lamb. I think I think C.D. Lamb is—he has to have a big game. I mean, he's had a couple of drops, and people in the media are down on him because you know you got to think about a few of those catches that he's made before. I believe in the Minnesota game, he made the impossible look easy, and he's starting to make the easy look impossible. All right, so mm. you got to start getting those catches, young man, and you you know against Cincinnati, they realize that Amari Cooper is our our lead dog, and Amari Cooper is quietly having uh, a thousand yard yards. Season. But because of that, I, I expect from Cincinnati to pay a lot more attention to 19 uh, and give number 88 some some opportunities underneath. And we knew this going into the season that defenses couldn't just, you know, specify or capitalize on shutting down. They can shut down one of our guys, but they can't shut down all of them. And I look for C.D. Lamb. Like Isaiah said, he may get, take a quick slant uh, to the house. So you heard it. hey heck, So what you're saying is. So, so if 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 Ceedee
3: Lamb didn't drop the touchdown last week, you're saying that Andy Dalton would have had 300 yards and three touchdowns. Oh,
2: if was a fifth. I told you about that. You I guess, told me I guess about it too. So, come on. No. Hey, man, let me do my analyst thing, man. I'm no trying to – you're going to put that tree back there. I don't care what your mouth say. I told you, you talk with all 32 teeth in your mouth, and you get yourself in trouble. Tree on, is coming. Come on, in. Come on, <laughs> on. Come on. We'll Walk over. Uh,
3: we'll walk over with your limit back.
0: Oh, man. Oh, so you heard it here first. Andy Dalton, CeeDee Lamb, Tony Pollard. Those are your picks for DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports, yes. sports partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And this Sunday, you can play for free and win over a million dollars in total prizes with your first deposit. Just download the app today and play for free on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, the leader in our pick'ems this season is Mr. Rob Phillips. We're now through 50 games of predictions P. on this show in P. 2020, and Rob Phillips is sitting at 30. Barely. And 20. Up at the top of P. the list, second place. Barely. Heckma mm. Harrison, a game And back. I got
2: the best tree too. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop talking for a second. Stop talking for a second. Stop talking for a second. What did you say? Who was in second place? No, I'll say that again. I'm sorry. I didn't uh, hear
0: you. Heckma Harrison is in second place, a game back at 29 and 21. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. Mm-mm. Third place is Isaiah Stanback. He's at 28 and 22. And then I am bringing let's up go. the rear, Hurry. the caboose, the coming from the back, mm. 27 Get and 23. I'm just all <laughs> behind, and I need to catch up <laughs> while I can. If that's what you want to put it to then we'll uh, do it that way. Okay, let's start things off with the Vikings <laughs> and the Buccaneers. Minnesota got back on track last week, and Tampa Bay, they've allowed – under 75 rushing yards per game this season, the fewest in the NFL, and man, wouldn't that be nice, but it's not the case for the Cowboys. Isaiah, who you got? TB12, your boy, against the
3: Vikings. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going, I'm not going with TB12 this time, I'm going with Leonard Fournette this time. Leonard Fournette goes off.
4: Rob? Yeah, at some point, Tom and company are going to get turned around. And, and make the playoffs. So give me TB12 and Fournette.
2: Yeah, Bruce Arians and, and Brady have not been on the same page, and I love the soap opera called the Tampa Bay Bucks, but I'm going to take them. I'm not going to be foolish. Oh, oh, <laughs> I thought going to be bold. I, I thought she was going to be bold and courageous. <laughs> I got
0: you. <laughs> I'm thinking about being bold and courageous here. I'm going to take the Vikings and try and gain a game. I'm going to try and gain one here. I think Dalvin Cook has a good game. He shows up against that rush defense, and if anything, I'll just lose a game and I'll be
3: in the same position I'm in right now. Let's move on to the
0: Cardinals, Who?
3: who Kyle, who, are you the commissioner of this of this, of this this drafting uh, league? I'm not sure what we're referring to this as, I mean, but uh, I feel like Heckman's just going to shadow me the rest of the season just so he can be ahead of me through the rest oh, of the he, year. He, I, he, I feel he, like that's what's going to happen.
4: He wants to catch me, but he, he doesn't want to lose
3: – his current
2: position. Scared <laughs> so, money don't make no money.
3: <laughs> I mean, hey, I feel would like be more satisfied with beating me than just winning every week. I think I don't it's know. a strategy. I think it's fine. All no, right, Cardinals dude, I,
0: and Giants. No. Arizona's lost four okay, of lost last you five, five games. Uh, started the season five and two. Heck, well yeah, let's, let, let's have you start this one first. I'll go second. Giants, Cardinals, Giants at home.
2: Giants at home running game. I'm going Cardinals. I'm going to go
0: Arizona here as well, Rob.
2: Is
4: Daniel Jones back this week?
2: I No.
0: Don't think so.
3: I'm trying to look. Mm,
4: nah, give, me, give me Arizona.
3: Give me the Giants.
4: Ooh. Oh, he's going bold.
0: Ooh. He's I going like bold. I like it. I like go that. out on that that, like that that not Rob P Island, but you're going out on Mr. Standback Island. Uh Chiefs, Chiefs Island. Chiefs Dal- playing Dolphins, for the division, man. baby. No. Let's go. Broncos and Panthers, both teams sitting at four and eight. Denver five and one all time mm. versus Carolina. These are two teams that don't play a whole lot. And that includes in the playoffs. This is a rematch of Super Bowl fifty. Uh I'm gonna take wow. the uh I'm gonna take the Panthers to win this one. I think Teddy Bridgewater if he I don't even think is he back yet or not I I don't know but I'm going to take the Panthers either way (laughs) Uh, let's go with Rob
4: next give me the Broncos on the road
0: I like it
2: on the road on the road you know what I I feel confident in the Broncos as well I think the Broncos this is one they can get Okay. Do we have to pick this game? This yeah. is <laughs> ugly. Well,
0: it's because it's two um, four and eight teams. We're trying to keep it close here and make it tough.
3: Mm. Oh, two yeah. teams that are better than the Cowboys. Okay. Um Ooh. whoa. Let's go with that the Panthers. I'm just saying you said four and eight like it was a real bad thing. There's worst. There is. We'll get there. Did you just pick
0: somebody or did I just miss that?
3: I did. I said the Panthers. It's my favorite animal.
0: Okay, I like like panther. That's a hey. Panther's pretty cool.
3: Uh, Let's go with the
0: Colts and the Raiders. (laughs) Las Vegas, thirty plus points in four of their last five games. I mean, that's a team that's been scoring a lot. Isaiah, who you got on this one?
3: I'm going my tight end and Waller, Waller for the win. (laughs) I thought you were going to say
0: Jason Witten, but you instead went with Waller instead. Mm.
3: Uh, Rob, who you got?
4: Uh, give me Phil Rivers and the Colts Ooh. to get to
3: nine and four.
4: I
2: that's like the one that.
3: I needed you to pick. That's what I'm talking about, Rob. Thank you for first place.
2: We'll, we'll see. We will see. Yeah, I'm going Phillip Rivers as well. I think Ooh. that the better defense is definitely Indy. And so with Waller, that's, yeah, they got they got that threat. Uh, and him, but that's about it. So I'm, um, I'm definitely going indie right now. Yes. Isaiah's got
4: his S glasses. He's like, yeah. I can see first place. I can see yeah. it coming, and he can and see
0: and me sitting right night. next to him on that bus as Hello. I'm going with the Raiders as well. Isaiah and I <laughs> split it. I was two talking two about K Y. baby. yeah, we're going with the Raiders on that one, riding strong. Okay, uh, this is a. You see the colors. Sunday yeah a Sunday afternoon game the Washington football team versus the next opponent for the Cowboys the San Francisco 49ers San Francisco 326 total yards per game this season that's the sixth fewest in the NFL and that's without really their entire defensive line let's start with uh with me on this one I'm gonna go with the Washington football team to win this one heckma
2: Yeah, Washington football team is just showing us, man. With that defensive front, they're going to be hard to beat in December, and they just look like they're getting stronger. So football team for me. Rob? Do it. Do it.
4: Alex Smith, maybe the comeback player of the year, gets another win. And Washington takes the lead in the division. Sole possession.
2: Isaiah, this is your chance. Do it. I dare you.
3: (sighs) I'm going with my dog, Richard Sherman. Let's go,
0: baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Isaiah> <laughs> Picks in San Francisco. He's getting greedy. Oh, man. We're going to have either yeah, a new leader in the clubhouse like or completely th- out of it. it again, we're trying to separate end. ourselves. Okay, so this one's fun. Steelers at 11-1 coming off that loss to Washington. Sunday night football versus the Bills. And Buffalo, Josh Allen, oh. Isaiah, we'll let you start this one off, too. Steelers, Bills
3: crap. Where are they at? Uh, In Buffalo. Buffalo. Hmm. I think think Coach Tomlin off of a loss, he's going to be pissed off, so I'm going with the Steelers.
0: Okay. Heckma.
2: Alright, I'm in b and man, the way that their defense is playing offense, I'm going to go with the Bills Mafia. Ooh.
0: I'm going to go with the well, separation Steelers. Separation will be had this week. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers in Pittsburgh mm. on the road. Rob?
4: I think we're going to see Chiefs-Bills in the AFC title game. So oh, my god! I'm gosh. taking a sleeping giant, Buffalo. Wow. So we're split yeah. two and
0: two again I like it. on this one. Hey, I'm picking I like good to call this week. Okay. Shake it before you bake it. Big one on the line. It's the <laughs> battle for Penn Sewell. It's the tank for the number three overall pick bowl. It's Cincinnati hosting Dallas up in Ohio. Cowboys trying to get back on track. So are the Cincinnati Bengals at the same time. Both teams really struggling. Both teams with bottom four records in the NFL. We'll let uh, we'll let Mister Heckma Harrison go first on this one. I'll follow him up.
2: Yeah, I want to call it. You want to say Team Tank? I told you guys this is all organic here. OK, <laughs> we're doing this organically like the juicer. All right. But like Isaiah said, it does go spoil pretty quick. All right, This is going to be somewhere a toilet just flush. But I will have to say here that the Cowboys cannot lose this game just for their own self-respect. I just believe the Cowboys will pull this out. All
0: right, I'm gonna go with Cincinnati here, and the reason why is I'm sticking with what I told everyone originally was I'm just not gonna pick the Cowboys again just because I'm upset. Oh so no, you oh, can
2: you, you can't! You can't! don't
0: need to bro. Out. Yeah, yeah bro, you out here seesawing. I am the the Isaiah Look, stand back appointed commissioner of this league. I can do whatever no, I want, Lord. and I'm gonna pick Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, I mean, he's the host, too. Yep, I'm the host. Of uh, you about the, partners, yeah, huh? you are you are the pardon us, huh? Are you pardoning yourself? You going to pardon yourself? Yep, that's that's all it is here on this show. <laughs> Rob, who you got?
4: <laughs> well, Heck Heck picks the Cowboys, but he's got no faith in Andy Dalton. I've got faith in Andy Dalton. I, he said yesterday, without really explaining why, that he was disappointed with the way things ended in Cincinnati. Maybe it was because he didn't have a chance to go anywhere till May, but he's going to get... Some measure of revenge. I think he's going to play well. I think the Cowboys, it's not a pretty game, but they win something like 21 17.
0: Love it. Come on, Isaiah.
3: Red rifle's locked and loaded. I think he's <laughs> going to go ham.
0: Oh, Andy Dalton and the Cowboys. I'm the only one picking Uh, the Bengals, but that's okay. That's just basically out of a personal vendetta against being upset about the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm upset, and I'm going to pick the Bengals. But that's going to do it here for us this week on Talking Cowboys. Glad you've been along with us over the last couple of days. We'll be back on Monday, 9.30, to break it all down, good or bad. Cowboys-Bengals at noon on Fox coming up on Sunday. Have fun over the weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Continue to socially distance, and we'll be back with more Talking Cowboys. But for Hekma Harrison, for Rob Phillips, and for Isaiah Stanback, of course, Chris Beam in the back doing some great work. I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the star in Frisco. We'll see you on Monday. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and
1: the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!